back. That means it's another episode of Square Grouper. I'm Fox, along with my co-host Dave. Appreciate you guys coming in and tuning in with us. Uh, this should be a fun one. Dave, what you got for him? Well, just some news about Smart and Safe, which is just all over the headlines now. Um, you know, the thing about it is people, I see a lot of people arguing about it and like confronting people and I'm down with that. And that used to be me. Like I get it. But the you thing about it is it's become, well, this is why it still is me. My bad. But <laughs> this is the thing about it is it's being used as clickbait, right? Like it's like, it, it's just like a lot of you, like maybe if you hear about like you heard Ohio was legalized, which we'll talk about later, but I doubt a lot of you would like look up the laws and shit. Maybe some of you would, a lot of you would that listen to this. Cause you guys like stats and stuff like that. But for the most part, people aren't going to like, Oh, what's really going on there. So like we have this net, you know, national audience that's saying Florida is going to legalize weed and like Florida's a vacation spot. So like, of course they're going to support it um, without really knowing what's going on. And at the same time, they might kind of like yeah. take their cannabis advocacy warrior, social justice shit and like attack you for not supporting it. You know what I mean? So um, to, to, to not get a, fatigue during times like this like save your energy just let shit happen because whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway and that kind of leads into into this so everyone's hearing about the new you know license fee in florida and that's another subject that's like people are like fighting over like oh my god like how much does alcohol companies pay to fucking run in florida like they don't even really know what's going on like they don't know these are giant companies right like they think it's affecting like mom and pops they just don't know so once again just save your energy arguing with people especially that aren't from the state someone's from the state try to open their eyes for sure but you know for the most 100%. part but anyway kind of lead into this art, art article here so this is from the miami times and it's from Derek cam who does news service of florida so i don't even know if i said that name right but Thank you for the past five years, you know, covering everything because this is this is the go-to canvas reporter in Florida, arguing that the 1.33 million price tag is unjustified. A medical marijuana operator is challenging a license renewal fee boost that came after Ron DeSantis said pot companies aren't paying enough to conduct business in Florida. The State Department of Health last December adopted a rule creating a formula that set the license renewal fee for medical marijuana operators at 1.33 million every two years more than 22 times the 60,000 biennial fee operators had been paying since the program started six years ago. The formula is based on the number of licensed operators and the cost to regulate the medical marijuana program, but the fee does not take into the account tens of million dollars collected by the agency from patients and caregivers who pay that 75 a year for their ID card to be registered in the program. The revised license renewal fee is an exponential increase from the previous amount. Lawyers for Sanctuary Cannabis, whose license is due for renewal in January, argued in a challenge filed late last month. And guys, why would they not argue it? Because if they don't, they're going to have to pay the 1.33. So I, I don't blame them for throwing money. I don't think they're going to win. But anyway, Sanctuary's petition for an administrative hearing relied heavily on a budget request the health department submitted to the legislator for the 24-25 fiscal year. The DOH collected $14.9 million in application and renewal fees and nearly $65 million from patients and caregivers during the 22-23 fiscal year, which ended in June. There are more than 854,000 patients that are qualified for the program. So, you know, just to wrap that up, like, it's Florida. I mean, these companies are huge. Like, it's not mom and pops getting, you know, that increase, but... I mean, that's a lot. And I think at the same time, the DOH is, is kind of crazy because, you know, with big businesses, guys, who eats the cost? So if you're already using these companies and this does go up, like, yeah, they're going to make you eat the cost. I don't know how. I, I don't know. I mean, because most of these companies aren't even, you know, positive. So at the end of the year, I think most of them are, you know, negative. I, I don't even think so. It's just, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Or if you work for one of these places, maybe you're going to fucking pay for it. But Yeah, well, people have to remember to even uh, get your foot in the door. You have to show that you can operate without making a cent for two years and show the financial uh, proof of that. So right. most of these uh, <clears throat> big companies come in knowing that it's going to be a hit at some point and then 
the way through it is brand recognition and you know uh depending on how the market's structured either you know numbers or creating um i just kind of we were talking about just like what it takes to to be a license holder and how you're supposed to make no money you like you have the you know whatever like you can survive two years without making a dollar just kind of about the you know the red tape you got to go through but you know, I can understand them being mad, like they're getting robbed by the state again, and the state's obviously making money off the $75 fee, and it's like, it is Florida, so like, are they overpaying some of the employees? Like, do they have too many employees? You know, corruption, who knows? You know, what's going to be the argument? I have no idea. Right now, it's just that they don't need to raise it, so. Yeah. And I don't know why people are like, I can't believe DeSantis did this. Like, remember his original statement was that they were cartels before he got like bought out by big cannabis. So why would you not tax the cartels more? Yeah, they got the money. They got the money. You know, um, 22 times more, 1.33 million, 22 times more than the standard normal in some place now, which is pretty fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but I don't know. Then another big thing in the news right now is, you know, recreational marijuana being debated in the Florida Supreme Court. Ashley Moody, you know, is in there trying to get it knocked out. So just to kind of go over a little bit, this is from the Tallahassee Democrat. Justices on Florida Supreme Court heard arguments on Wednesday debating whether a proposed recreational marijuana amendment can appear on the ballot in 2024. The proposed amendment seeks to authorize the use of recreational cannabis for people 21 and older, while also allowing individuals to possess up to three ounces of cannabis. It's sponsored by Smart and Safe Florida, which is backed by the state's largest medical marijuana producer, True Leaf. The organization already collected more than 1 million valid signatures, which is more than the 891,000 required. Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody challenged the proposed amendment, asking the Supreme Court to weigh in on whether it was valid. If the Supreme Court rules in favor of the initiative, Florida's 13 million voters will decide whether to legalize marijuana. Here's what to know about the case and what the initiative entails, as well as Florida's current laws. And we're not going to read all this shit, guys, because it literally says, what is marijuana? So I, I think if you're listening, you know. Moody's challenging the bill. I have no idea. What if, what if someone's listening for the very first time? So if you don't know, okay, this is what the Tallahassee Democrat says marijuana is. What is marijuana? Marijuana, weed, Mary Jane, ganja, pot. It goes by many names. Before discussing what Florida wants to do with it, many, what is it? Many names. Marijuana is a greenish-gray mixture of dried gray. flowers. What, what is the, the gray? Who wrote this motherfucking article? Oh. Samantha Neely and Brandon G. Rod. You guys both wrote this. But slipped through multiple hands, guys. Gray cannabis. Come on. I hope they got some money for it. That's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> that says according to the National Institute of Drug Use. So maybe that's... I mean, maybe neither of these two have obviously never smoked weed. And this goes back to where I said there's no real cannabis journalism anymore. No, it's either people writing about it, they don't know what they're talking about, or it's people getting paid to write fucking whack-ass articles. Either either or, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying that we're going to be real cannabis journalism or anything. Who am I? Who knows? Maybe one day, maybe one day soon. Um, the main psychoactive chemical in marijuana, delta 9 tetrahydrocannabinol or THC, the chemical is found in resin produced by the leaves and buds, primarily for the female cannabis plant, 500 other chemicals, including more than 100 compounds. Okay, you guys know this. Okay, so that's what weed is. Pretty much it's drugs. Drugs. Sometimes so it's Moody's different. attorneys claim that the language of the initiative fails to explain that cannabis is still prohibited under federal law. Chief Deputy Solicitor General Jeffrey P. DeSosa claimed that the ballot summary was misleading and deceived voters. What they should have said is the amendment eliminates state law penalties and liability for certain uses of marijuana. That's more accurate. Yeah. They don't want to do that because it's less sexy, less appealing to voters. I guess. Whatever. DeSosa and Samuel Solerio, an attorney for the Florida Chamber of Commerce representing... Anyway, DeSalsa and Samuel Solerio, <laughs> representing the Florida Chamber of Commerce. There's fucking typos in this, guys, too. Like, come on. I believe you. This is crazy, Tallahassee Democrat. This is journalism. You guys rushed this article. 
they they chat GDP or whatever it's called. It looks like some chat GPT shit. Actually, that makes sense. Anyway, they argued uh, the fucking Florida Chamber of Commerce argued that the measure violates a requirement that the ballot initiatives must stick to a single subject. That is a good fucking argument. The fact that it doesn't say that's illegal to federal law, I don't really agree with. Media's voice that the measure would help truly continue its dominant position in Florida, where Tallahassee Democrat reported that the marijuana market could be worth as much as $1.7 billion. So, yeah, I mean, no shit. Truly's got a fucking store on every corner. They want to become the mids gas station to everyone that comes down they here. Why want, would they not? They just want to be the first cannabis company to hit a billy. That's all. Right. Right. They probably will. In Cali, they haven't done it yet, if you think about it. God, it's crazy. Yeah. It just makes you wonder, like, what else has been founded on corruption and bullshit? Like, it doesn't matter because it's Miami, America. the city, <laughs> the whole state of Florida, bro. What do you mean? It's funny. You ever since Henry Flagler was down here doing dirt, bro, covering up secrets and shit. You're right. The whole fucking state's founded on. So that's like, sometimes we got to be happy for what we have. I guess whatever. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to hear how the justices, smart and safe, reacted to these arguments? Yeah, sure. So after hearing the remarks, they appeared to favor the amendment. <laughs> Chief Justice Carlos Munez disagreed with the claim the language was unclear. Smart and Safe campaign released this statement following Wednesday's hearing. We believe that after today's oral arguments, it's clear that the language was drafted to conform to the roadmap that the court itself has provided in prior cases. We hope that the court agrees that the language strictly adheres to the law and will allow the citizens of Florida to exercise their sovereign right to decide whether to amend their constitution. Yeah. Truly said, we believe the campaign's lawyer properly conveyed their case to the court and remain hopeful that the justices will ignore the political rhetoric, stick to the law, and give Floridians the opportunity to vote on this initiative. So, I mean, guys, there you go. The Supreme Court's like, fuck Ashley Moody. Like, we want legal weed too, so... Whatever. I think they could push the single subject thing more because single subject would just be amending. Like, I'll tell you right now, this is the single subject. Amended to like, have a home grow, damn it. Well, not even that. Just like what Colby Wise wanted to do with Floridians for Freedom. It was it was really single subject. It was just amends the Constitution to give People Floridians right to 21 years and older the adult the, the right to, to, to cultivate grow. and have cannabis. Like, so that's the thing about Smart and Safe. Like, that's single subject. So what's all this shit about where you can get it from or how everything's, you know, it's just, it's not you, a single subject. You grow they're it. probably going to, they're probably going to let it through. They need to let it grow through. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. Ohio, it, Ohio beat you to the punch. Like how? It's just crazy, bro. Um, but anyway, guys, so this is going to get past the Florida Supreme court. I really don't think the single subject thing is going to be argued. Um, because to these people's minds, they, that it doesn't work like ours, right? Like I think, like if cannabis is legal, there's only one fucking place to get it, it you know, from the ground or from soil. Um, these people, their their brain works as obviously as their Supreme Court judge in Florida, so like comes hand in hand. So whatever. Um, These are the big another big. single subject petition is uh, Mariah's petition, just to what you know, twenty one. Or what? Not even that. Just I don't know. Medical marijuana patients to grow or whatever. It's really single subject. Yep. And like um, for that that's the too. thing is it was, it was supposed to run parallel with this. Like come the fuck on. Like it could. Ain't nobody. Ha- ain't nobody helping them get signatures or nothing. Like they, you know, they put that shit all on on what's your name and it's got her. You know, bro, money's hard right now. People are fucked up. Like it's hard to have a grassroots campaign. So like for them to kind of say like, oh, this is part of it and shit. Bull fucking shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Let that shit high and dry. Same with Regulate Florida. Same with all the motherfuckers that back it Not the to, whole fucking time. They were trying to legalize for fucking 21 plus to grow when they could have just done it for medical patients. I Fuck out of here. Honestly, don't know, man. Never. Uh, you know. Well, she's got three months to get 800,000 signatures. Whatever. I mean, you know how Florida is with the voting and the counts. I'm sure it's not that hard. Shit. Yeah, yeah I hope I hope she gets it too. Hell yeah. Yeah, go sign that petition, guys. Fuck it. That just it's reminds like, me of Black Sheep, that movie. That's what Colby, Colby Wise would sign every... So Colby Wise, uh, there was a... You know... <laughs> and I kind of kind of shitty about it, but whatever. Like, yo, years ago, there was a fucking petition for you to fucking grow weed and all that. No one gave a fuck back then. Like, they were enthralled with fucking cannabis fucking cups and fucking vape pens. Like, they, they were happy. You know what I mean? So... 
Colby Wise uh, started Floridians for Freedom, and it was like you know to change the Florida Constitution just to give the right to you know to, to the right to cannabis is what it was. Uh, Colby passed away. It's been a I think a year or two now, probably two years. Um, the awesome guy, like to be real, like one of the I'm people so I saw going said in, that before I made the awkward comment of being like, we should get him on the show. Dude, I mean, shit, a dream, bro, would have been a dream. But I, 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 I talked to him. I have some glass that he made, uh, which is cool to have. Um, but yeah, he was like one of the original motherfuckers calling people out and shit. Back then, it was on Facebook, and I used to see it. And uh, big inspiration to to what I did. I just jumped on there. Like I was just trying to be like Colby on some real shit, like really, and it and it worked. So. Um, but anyway, yeah, nobody ever signed that shit. And then they, they would like kind of fight with the regulate Florida and regulate Florida would refuse to sign their petition. And, and Colby would always say like, sign every petition, like anything for cannabis, just fucking sign it. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, just sign the fucking petition. Like, yeah, like it's truly backed or whatever the fuck's going on behind closed scenes. Obviously it's not truly backed or they'd be fucking have all kinds of money and shit. So obviously that's not really true. So even I got to tell myself that, so just sign the shit. Fuck it. It's expensive, bro. Smart and Safe was paying people like 22, 23, 24 an hour to collect signatures. That show's crazy. What? Yeah, bro. You know how many signatures that I came up with for that? Fuck, bro. Come on. Dude. I used to have people message me, like, <laughs> message me on my page, like, yeah, Jokes. let's get signatures. Jokes, I get paid people. for each one. Like, we got, we'll cash the fuck out. And I'd be like, dude, if I was willing to get signatures for Smart and Safe, like, don't you think I'd have been doing it? Like, you obviously don't, don't know the backstory. So November is also an awareness month for a million things. Uh, one specifically that I used to campaign for a lot was uh, epilepsy awareness. And so uh, <clears throat> people still get my DMs and often ask me like why I don't, uh, you know, uh, why I'm not as vocal on certain things anymore and Honestly, for a long time, I felt like I was just standing on a soapbox. And, like, you know, there were certain people that kind of got it. But for the most part, I was just doing a lot of, like, hollering and getting really upset at people not understanding why they didn't see that it was a big deal. Like, you fast forward 10 years now, and there's plenty of people that are doing it, but it's still different. And so, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think about that stuff a lot. And, um, you know, the way that I work with cannabis and stuff and now that I breed, uh, you know, I, I still run full CBD, uh, programs essentially that are cannabis based that aren't hemp based. Um, cause I think that's the best way I can give back now <clears throat> is just, uh, you know, growing and making genetics and working with a couple of, you know, the only other person I know that puts the work into it and uh, is as dedicated on that very specific niche, niche, whatever you want to call it, uh, is this dude out in California. And that's because he is an epilepsy patient himself. And so he kind of, uh, kind of needs this. So, <clears throat> you know, he's very serious about it and is growing and breeding. But uh, it's a very, it's a small group of us. You know, it's not a big crowd. So Florida cops visit a convicted felon's home. Then they checked his stash of candy. A man was arrested this week after his sneaky drug stash at his house was discovered. Facebook released his deputies responded to a home Tuesday in Spring Hills outside Ocala that had been under investigation since March for possible illegal activity. When the 23-year-old resident, a convicted felon, opened the door, they were greeted with the smell of cannabis. <laughs> the suspect admitted that there was indeed cannabis there, but he wasn't running a grow house or a property used dedicated to producing cannabis and other narcotics. He also claimed to have a roommate, but detectives found no evidence to suggest a roommate. Oh, man. A search of the premises revealed what appeared at first to be popular candy bars, but with a different name, such as Kush Cat. Milky weed, almond weed, and Skittles, parentheses Medicaid, with a Z at the end, <laughs> not, not the beginning. Many of the drug <laughs> items were packaged in a way to represent common everyday candy items, similar to the way they would appear in a retail store. 
and totaled 24.3 pounds of marijuana, 10 ounces of cocaine, 84 Xanax pills, yeah. and 90 pounds of hashish were uncovered. Two firearms were found, one loaded, drug paraphernalia, and an undisclosed large sum of cash. So I think we all know that the Hernando County... <laughs> Maybe it's Hernando, sorry, but I'm sure that they all lined their pockets that night. And you know what, bro? This dude, bless his soul, never had no one to teach him how to act or be. just wanted to fucking do what he was going to do, bro. To everyone in the system that doesn't have anyone to help him teach, like, how to act or just, like, chill the fuck out. Just don't even break the law because this shit's dumb, dude. This motherfucker should have never even answered the door, first of all. Um. I mean, obviously, they're going to probably kick the door in anyway, bro. But just to be saying stupid shit right away, like, this isn't a grow house. There's weed here. Like, there's so many people that don't even understand the hemp shit, bro. Like, I've seen the, the hemp shit get people out of trouble when people aren't even out there trying it. Dude. If, they know they, if they know how to play that card, yeah. It's crazy, bro. It is crazy. That's another thing. Um, talked to some people this week, some people that have been busted after 2020 growing um a guy way up in north florida didn't want me to say what county i guess his wife fucking snitched on him he had six plans ended up paying like twenty eight thousand dollars in attorney fees um definitely a lot of people saw that story and were like wow i'm in broward county i got caught i only paid 10k to get out of all my trouble so you know north and south florida different worlds um i mean that's the thing about south florida like if you have money like shit you're going to get out of trouble I mean, in most cases, right? Uh, if you're smart yeah. and shut the fuck up. In northern Florida, man, like that guy was telling me they were fucking beating his ass during it. Just all kinds of crazy shit. So, like, and that goes to everyone that listens to this that comes in and visits Florida. Like, really, man, Martin County down. Not even Martin County, bro. Palm Beach County down is, like, you know, a little bit different than the rest of the state. At least I think Tampa's different. Orlando's different. But that's about it. Like, you got to be careful. Like Northern Florida is no joke. Yeah. It's like a different uh, state. And the way it comes to, you know, they're definitely not Miami is what I tell people. It's definitely not. And you know what? I've never even really been up to Northern Florida. I've been fucking around visiting some people that we'll do some shit with like in central Florida. I'm not really used to being up there, bro. And there's no street lights and shit. And it's real dark. It fucking freaks me out, bro. Like, I love that. You know, like orange grows. I'm like thinking people are going to snipe me when I get out of my car and shit. It's It's completely different vibe than fucking down here, bro. So I I like it. Like I'm going to keep going up there. I'm a big fan of it. I fuck with it. Not going to lie. It's pretty bomb. I like the rural stuff. It's funny because I grew up in, you know, I grew up in the city, but. You get away enough and you do enough. You just, I mean, everyone's different too. Some people just love that convenience of like, you know, if I go and visit any of the homies in the, in the big cities, like in the Bay, you know, SoCal, like, you know, anywhere really, you know, the big city vibe is everything is everywhere. And, you know, you can get whatever you want. And, you know, you go out to certain spots to like try certain things. Like, you know, if you're into food or whatever, there's like, certain chefs that have spots that I would literally just mob out there just to try their food. But that's me, you know? Um, when you like, I don't know when you're in the small towns, it, it's, uh, it's definitely different kind of living, you know, it's like people are used to being in a city where there's millions of people. And then like, you know, going to a place that had like 1200, like my high school had 5,000 people our graduating class, right? It was a big fucking school. Mine had a hundred. I I lived in a town for almost two years that had like 1200 people. So like the fucking greeters at Walmart knew my name. And yeah, I went to Walmart because you'd have to drive an hour and a half, two hours to get to any sort of store that wasn't a Dollar General, a Family Dollar, a Sonics, or Walmart. And that was basically Oklahoma in a nutshell for me. I will say this, though. 
I feel like Oklahoma definitely played the rest of the country and sold them the bunk Sonics because any of the Sonics in Oklahoma, it's like the food is almost one grade better than the rest of the country gets it. It's like almost edible. Sonic, I haven't been to one of those in years. And they also have Brahms. They were smart. They gave us the bullshit and kept Brahms. Brahms is fire. Brahms is like this little tiny... It's a fast food place that if you go inside, it's like a small grocery store that has all local everything. Like bread, cheese, meats, like, uh, you know, a ton of ice cream because they also, their specialty is selling ice cream. So there's like a little ice cream parlor inside. It's like, dude, <laughs> it's it's something else for sure. Um, I don't know. There are certain things like, yeah. So Oklahoma, I was out in a place where everything was just big and open. And, um, dude, I loved it. I love that space. Regardless of things not working out for me there, I really, I loved where I was. It uh, definitely made me. And then you know, being on certain spots out in the West Coast, where the homies have big spots out on the hill, and you know, just. There's something about being away from the city as long as you can make do, you know, as long as you're self-sufficient. It's definitely something that uh, you can, you know, it's not like you're going to fucking Alaska either, you know. It's just 30 minutes to Walmart. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people aren't ready for, bro. No. (laughs) I mean, I know some people that went to Oklahoma, not you, obviously, that like had a hard time adjusting, bro. So, yeah, for real. I've been to a lot of different Especially places. if you come from, like, Miami or Tampa or some shit. Like, you never lived out there like that. But the, here's the thing I tell people. Like, if you lived with your parents and you're in your 30s, you can't say, like, oh, I'm from Miami. You're just saying you're living with your parents and you just happen to live in Miami. But if you have made it to, to level 30 and you are, you know, can make it in any South Florida city, uh... I think you can pretty much make it anywhere, like truly. And this is from someone who's traveled a whole lot and been to a whole lot of places and made it in a whole lot of places. Right. People like us don't like accept the not making it though. Well, it's survival, not about accepting. Shit. I yeah. just don't think some of us are willing to go home with you. Feel me, dog? Yeah, and a lot of people are. You know, I, I, I've been out of the house since I was 16, bro. So, like, I don't. All I have is me. You know, I am the backup. <laughs> right. No, 100. percent So I, I can't. No, be I mean, and you're right. A lot of people like. A lot of people don't know what it's like, bro. And like, you know, you should be thankful for what you have. Like, sometimes people are like, "Ooh." You know what I man. don't miss? Getting in what? the car with strangers for weed. Me either, dude. That could have a gun. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> what about looking back to see what your weed weighs and getting a pistol in your face? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. Well, no, I never did that. I was, I wasn't dumb. I just, I'd get out as quickly as I could and then get to my shit. That's why I'm happy because you know cannabis becoming more normalized and things like this definitely eliminated that. Which I yeah, love and the price dropping and, and things like this. I mean, it still happens, bro. Like we see horror stories all the time. Um, you know because. The culture right now is like to be violent and shit like that, especially if you're younger, which is like super sad. And usually when you're breaking a few rules that you have is when bad things happen, right? Like meeting someone strange, meeting someone somewhere you don't know, things like this. Um, you know, so there's a lot of cool people, normal people. Um, I try to like help people kind of switch sides sometimes from the legal market and like they're just scared and like I don't I don't blame them really, especially with those town stories like this, but it's just not how it is so much anymore um but like weed was illegal guys and that's what the fuck happens and like everyone has to remember but okay so to wrap it up here um what's been going on over there buddy anything exciting happen with cannabis anywhere near you yeah bro um fucking you know it's uh wreck and uh six plants per head 12 plants per household um and uh yeah things are good but but the dude the high ups are trying to to veto this shit down because unlike us this isn't a constitutional right so they can just basically be like nah 
they can just amend it and change it as they want. Yeah, exactly. But then, you know, they have to deal with like the people and they're basically saying fuck the people by doing that. So that's really what's going on right now. So like, yeah, everyone's sort of excited about it. But the reality is even the the high ups were from the get were like, yeah, we're, we're going to do this if this happens and passes. And they're like, okay, well, fuck you guys, you know, uh, but that's kind of where it's at. <clears throat> so, like, while I'm excited for it, I'm also like, all right, uh, I'm a little cautious, you know. I don't particularly know how it's going to roll out for them, you know. But it is good so far. On paper, it's good. And, uh, you know, if they end up trying to amend it, then they're going to have a lot of really paced that pissed off people that are then just going to fight to make it a constitutional right. And what state is this? Ohio. That's crazy. So you got Ohio, Michigan. It's Kentucky yet. I think medical Kentucky, Indiana, Indiana's got nothing. Indiana is a fucked up place from my buddy in Indiana. He posted the other day. He's like, I got pulled over this morning and had to eat my cone. And I just thought about that. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Like, that's the reality. Some people still live. Like, cannabis is completely illegal. You will go to jail for a joint. That's crazy. You'll go so, to like, jail for a joint. Guess we'll end this episode and be grateful that uh, I can run around smoking weed like it's legal and either get my card or try to say it's hemp. Oh, it is hemp, actually. I'm sorry. It's all I smoke, actually. But All I smoke is hemp. Oh, I smoke his hat. <laughs> like, I don't know. I bought it. I bought it off I ninety five. Officers in a fucking big ass jar. I thought it was legal. Like I didn't smoke it while I was driving. Crazy. Yeah. Like what are you? What are, what are we? Did talking? you smoke some gas station hemp while you were operating a two thousand pound motor vehicle? You know I would. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure next time we'll have some stuff for you guys, but, um, oh, there was this one thing Hmm. you'd asked me about this genetic that I had for a while and asked me where I got it from. Um, Yeah. So, so, you know, like growing up, I heard about bubble gum, right. And I heard about, you know, a little bit about it. So I, I was just wondering, the one good thing in Indiana in contributed to this. What you say? The one good thing Indiana contributed. Yeah, bubblegum's from Indiana. Yeah, but so they say. Um, so they say. Probably really from Kentucky, but well, it's a whole other conversation. Yeah, we're not going to get into the specifics of Midwest bullshit. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I was doing some work out in the Midwest, funny enough, as I, as I say that. And uh, I ran into a family that had been on this farm since 1923. And all of that time, these dudes, you know, including their, you know, fucking great, great, great grandparents, uh, they would all basically grow ditch weed in between some of the rows of the corn that they would harvest. And uh, so I remember our paths crossed because we were sort of neighbors for the season. But then when they found out that I could make hash, they had asked me. Uh, and so I did some like dry ice runs for them. Cause you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like it was even, we were in, there was wells around. So it's like hard to get, it was hard to do any fucking thing. So we were just, it was easier to get dry ice and sort of just kind of dick off and make some like old school hash for them. Um, and one day we're smoking on the porch talking and he's like, Oh, do you like seeds? And I'm like, yeah, I fucking love seeds. And so he takes me to a room that dude, I'm, I'm not even kidding. This fill cardboard boxes and fucking plastic tubs and like steel fucking like storage chest and all, all sorts of shit that is just, Fill the seeds, all sorts of seeds, like going all the way back. I don't know how much of this stuff was still viable. A lot of the stuff was also in fridges. It was really cold. And he told me that he'd transfer everything to a wine cellar, like in the summer. And so, um, yeah, we started digging through seeds. He starts walking me through his uh, harvest where he's still breeding stuff. 
And um, one of the things that they had there was an Indiana bubblegum and another something else that I brought up that they were sharing with was a GMO. It's super, you know, from, from actual, God, forget his fucking name, but the European breeder who made the chem cookies and that's, you know, I, I don't want to debate it. It's whatever. But anyways, um, it was a legit cut and it, and it grew amazingly. And then I also brought my ACDC. So in the beginning, we just started joking around and we started doing little projects uh, at the beginning of the season. And I asked them if I could uh, take an Indiana male and take it to both the ECDC and the GMO. And I stayed out there long enough for us to pop F1s of everything. I, I kept what I wanted to keep. I got my seed stock. They kept a couple of new things that they liked. Um, they then took that and crossed it with some hemp because they wanted to get some like super funky, you know, like <laughs> some fire hemp. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you do that enough. You'll get something a lot better than whatever's going around. I focused uh, and took the F1s and hit them back and essentially uh, got different crosses of the GMO bubblegum to the ACDC as well as the bubblegum to the ACDC. And then we reverse pollinated the feminized uh, GMO and pollinated the ACDC as well. And then we we did a bunch of other shit. Like they had this black Colombian from like the 70s that they were still growing. I snagged a bunch of that. Like there's a bunch of shit that like I started using in my breeding because these motherfuckers just had like documentation going all the way back. They had gone to Amsterdam and gotten seeds and, you know, original people don't know this. They used to not be like, uh, if you've ever been to like a sesh or a private event, you know, that's kind of like what the cups are now. There's like booths, you know, you walk by some of those booths will have the competitors. You can buy what they're entering, you know, if they have it or just support them, whatever. Uh, happens over a couple days they do the awards on the second day and the third day all the menders who win get mobbed up and the prices go up that's just how it goes that that's that's how it was nobody gave a fuck i mean don't me wrong we made we, we made some hype but it wasn't super crazy till day three and everyone saw that we won then it was lines literally lines the whole third day like fucking a school bus long it was kind of crazy it was the same people that walked by me the first two days, not really paying attention. So it's like weird how that works. But um, it wasn't like that. It was it was uh, it was very different. So back in the day, they'd give you a map, and you'd have to like basically travel the red light district of Amsterdam where all the different coffee shops are, and you only got to try that entry if you found the location and had the the credentials to show that you were on the map and then they would stamp your dude it was so fucking cool one of my homegirls yeah my homegirl Lindsay, she's an og she's down there and i'd goddamn i'd have to scroll way the fuck back but it's somewhere in my hundred and twenty thousand pictures um i i took pictures of the map and she told me one year she got them all done but yeah it was ideally the same thing so they told they had a couple of those maps and they showed me. They started bringing in, you know, like there's Neville Hayes and there's a bunch of different shit out there that they were working with. There was like a real super. There's like genetics that were untouched by time because they don't fuck with anybody. You know, it just so happened we got introduced by a very like private person because you know it was a trustable thing and it's like all right, yeah, cool. And they were my some of my favorite people to hang out with. I I loved kicking it with them. They were so much fun. That sounds like some crazy ass people, bro. The fact that they had documentation and they just knew to keep that. I mean, why wouldn't they? Because those are adventures they went on. So yeah, yeah. And then like you know the, the 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 wife was sort of like she tolerated it. You know, she just liked to burn. But the hubby was like really fucking into it. And then you know the. His kids, his grandkids, you know, his grandkids was pr- probably like 19, 21, you know, like just, just as young, you know, so they, they're all about it. 
it's kind of crazy, but, um, yeah, we, we traded a lot of work. We did a couple of crosses together and then, you know, I still like keep up with them every now and then I got to get out there and see him again. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it's weird. You know, you never know. Like, you know, I ended up with a lot of my OG CBD genetics going out to Cali, uh, on a sort of really, really crazy fucking trip. So, you know, shit happens, man. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a little tidbit, I guess. We'll probably do more of that shit. Yeah. We'll get into more genetic talks and stuff like that. Maybe we can go over what you, you know, what all you do. Yeah. Yeah, that's always what your fun. seed list used to be. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always Story growing. behind everything for the weed nerds. Shit, it's there's dinky, a... Dinky mounts. Yeah, there's a mint mango I have that's like, supposedly yields like 10%, which is fucking unheard of, but I have it for breeding stock. And uh, Umami pretty much uh, gave it to me. I don't even know how I got it, but... I'm grateful I do. I'm grateful for all the breeders I interact with and cross paths with. Three or five genetics hooked me the fuck up. Any of the locals down there want to fuck with some strains that are really uh, resilient to that area, hit up the homie. He does good work for that stuff. You won't be disappointed. <clears throat> yeah, my buddy for Organics, who usually runs everything outdoors first and make sure he tries to make sure that everything's in and out. So, not nice. the, I mean, I don't know. There are some people that want to do that though here. Yeah, as they should be able to, but like it's it's hard because if we're next door neighbors, you're like I'm breeding cookies, and you're like I'm breeding bubble gum. We're gonna have bubble gum cookies at some point oh, because that ball would be flying. Your plant, fuck my plant, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, well, one of those is gonna be good, but they're both gonna be kind of bad. What if it's some gelato growing and I cross pollinate your plants? I swear I'll burn I'll, I'll burn every one of those motherfuckers down. <laughs> Literally. I'll sing a sad oh, song God. while I do it. No Holy gelato. Shit. No more gelato, goddammit. <sighs> but just to just to kind of repeat that's three oh five genetics on Instagram and then Floriganics on Instagram too. Yep. And maybe we'll have some local breeders on here soon, talk to everybody and you know. Maybe we should build a little community, bro. We should. We should. I've been uh, burning these really dope-ass candles from, you know, another person in our little weed community. So, uh, yeah, um, I definitely think we should support each other and, uh, you know, fucking holler at the ones that aren't snitch demons. Damn, the demon of... <laughs> the demon of snitching the demon of guys you know what it's crazy man because most of you buy weed off fucking demons and don't even realize it and they don't even grow good weed bro weed demons they suck at plant magic they're horrible at it that's why they're always spraying it with mystery concoctions you know what i was gonna say is it's scary to think like the percentage of people in cultivation that are just blindly mixing the pot and don't know because they're just being told do this, this, you add this much, you add, but the, they don't understand why or what it does. You know, that's, I mean, they're making brews and yeah. yeah you know? They don't understand. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is like that, even breweries, you know, they nowadays, like any craft brewery, I'll sit down and talk with those dudes whenever I'm in there, you know, because if I'm going to drink poison, it's got to be really good. But, um, <clears throat> you know, and I don't do it often, but I have really good, interesting conversations about flavor profiles and terpenes and terpenoids because, you know, they're, they're cousin plants, you know, hops and cannabis. So, like, it's weird in a way, but um, at the same time, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. They just seem to have... Okay, yeah. They seem to actually give a fuck and take pride in what they do and study their ingredients, understand the, the, the flavor profiles that they have and what they're trying to create. Like, they care. You know, they understand the process of which what they have to do to pull, you know, those flavors out of said uh, 
ingredients to create a, you know, a regulated uh, but craft product. Um, so very much like, you know, if, if you separate some of the things I just said, you know, it could be a weed company. You wouldn't know I was talking about a brewery. So th- there's people that are just, like I said, there it's something's written on the wall, you know, and then you have a lot of companies that they also, they understand this. So they make it really simple and they've been doing this for years, you know, grow a grow B, you know, stupid things like that. Um, you know, even now with like Athena and, and certain companies like that, they don't do the lettering thing, but they make it realistically like just so simple that a child could do it, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, but it also just creates a certain, you know, it's not, it's not great for like concentrates. It's not great for true connoisseur top shelf uh, product. You know, no one really, my pro, my only problem with Athena is, and I was in a lab that was beside a grow is that a lot of those strains, if you're running the same fucking uh, program, feeding cycle, feeding schedule, not schedule, but like feeding regimen, I should say. Um, some of the genetics stand out a little more than others, but for the most part, after a while, they all sort of start to be very familiar of each other. You know, it's it gets kind of hard to tell them apart because they just all, you know, I don't know what it is. They're just very, very similar at that point. What's the best, uh, if somebody's trying to, get the best edibles bro what's your opinion what's the best uh what's the best kind of edible to eat mm. rosin flower disty parsa they'll, they'll have different highs but I'll, I'll tell you um i'll say rosin edibles you know disty That's... edibles really aren't great I figured you were going to say rosin edibles. Yeah, no shit. What'd you... <laughs> what the fuck? What did you... I'm just fucking with you. It is a different high, right? So what about people that just... What, what about people like they don't do anything to them? What do you think's up with those people? Um, There's a couple of different reasons for that. Um, some people, the way that they process it through their stomach and something to do with uh, the contents of their stomach acids and how they convert things doesn't uh, necessarily allow it. And then another part of that is that there's certain people that can't uptake THC that way for another reason. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more. But ideally, it's something like along those lines where it's either an uptake issue or a gastro issue. Yeah, they may not even know they have. Right? Yep, yep, yep. And people are like edibles don't, you know, they don't, they don't bother me. They don't, and it's like, well, you know, you're probably right, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I've ran into a couple of people that are like that, but then it's, uh, you know, it's very, it's hit or miss, you know, luckily I don't think I've really ever had that experience, but I know people who have, and you know, there are certain things that ends up working for them. It's just, um, like people that deal with that, they, they'll go to like water soluble, edibles and that seems to have a lot of better effect like sublingual you just avoid the digestion altogether yeah that usually does trick for them you know like any candies that you're not really eating like you know like lollipops like hard candies uh you know tinctures uh you know things like that anything that's produced with uh nano emulsification that can be eaten that can be drank you they're usually they do nano 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 emulsification for uh, drinks and things like that, so it doesn't separate, or even like infused waters and things like that. 
That reminds me, like, we don't even, I haven't seen a CBD water in a long fucking time. <laughs> oh, I still see a lot of them here, like sodas and stuff like that. I Damn, do. that's crazy. I never buy them. I mean, I, I mean, dude, it's like 20 milligrams of CBD. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I could piss that. Exactly. It would be cool to see one dose good. Like a thousand milligram CBD soda in the middle of the day. Not a soda, but water would probably be a good middle I, of the day. I want a hundred thousand milligram water liter of water what's the most cbd you've ever taken at one time yeah uh like thirty thousand milligrams see i tell people shit like that They're like whatever i'm like dude there's people that take a lot and did that have any like sedative effects on you or no i mean i slept real good <laughs> how did you intake that isolate or what nah this is real cbd my bad. No, I'm, I'm kidding. See, that's how I be offending people. I'm, I'm not even realizing that. that. I shouldn't say no, that. No, but you're right, though. I mean, it's not fucking Chinese isolate. Like, no, 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 like no, why no. would I even ask that? When I, when I did it, isolate wasn't readily available. Like, we, were, super we were making it, you know, but we were also selling it for like $70,000 a kilo, not that's like crazy. 100 bucks or 500 whatever <laughs> the fuck it is now, you know? Oh, my God. We need to cover that, too, the hemp market down. That makes me sad. Just think about it. Holy shit. People, I guess that's how people who worked Wall Street felt during the crashes. I I remember that's what I said to you after you told me that. I was like, damn, I don't really, I don't feel bad for the crypto shit for myself no more. Like, that's fucked. Yeah. Like, that's a market that will never recover. No, I just tell you that the other day. Them boys is fucked. The CBD boys? Nah, the monkey boys. Well, I was talking about the CBD boys when I was like, oh, talking about the crypto boys. So I will have our day again, bro. And my and just so you know, my monkeys jumped up again, bro. So. What two dollars? <laughs> oh my god, it's been a good month for NFTs and crypto. Actually, surprisingly, I need to start doing it a couple hours a week anyway. But yeah, guys, cannabis NFTs don't fucking buy them. Don't no, buy cannabis me. crypto coins. Because this shit will come back eventually, and everyone's going to get fucking scammed again, so. Yeah. But yeah, guys, that's it. Sorry we haven't had an episode in a while. Um, the story thing, like, I don't know. It's, I run out of stories, guys. Like, hopefully our first interview airs in the next month um, or before the end of the year, and we kind of get into our flow and what we want to do. Thank you guys for being here while we're experimenting and trying different things. Um it's good for me and Fox to have, I think, a weekly thing to, to focus on and do. And so we appreciate the support. Interviews coming soon. Who the fuck are we going to interview? I don't know. Stay tuned and find out. How, All right. Anything uh, else you want to say, Fox? So you can follow us, the Square Grouper Podcast. Um, on Instagram. Yep. You can see Instagram. our handles. Follow us if you want. 